Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. We got a, probably the best guest um, possible on the podcast tonight. Episode six, um, a guy I consider to be one of my best friends. Uh, I've swam with him since I was like seven, and since he was five, all the way through high school. And he's he's on at Harvard now, crushing it. He's a three-time Nebraska State champion and Nebraska State record holder. Um, the one and only Jonathan Novinsky. Uh, thank you. Thank you, guys. So, yeah, John, how'd you uh, get into swimming? Like, what age? When did it start? Dude, this is, this is so weird talking to you guys about this. Um, <laughs> just funny. I, I mean, yeah, I've grown up with you guys swimming. It's, um, yeah, so I got first got into it because um, I have a big, big family of swimmers. So both my parents swam uh, collegiately throughout, throughout high school and everything. And then both my older brothers swam um, throughout high school and collegiately. So when I was younger, I just saw both my older brothers doing it. I probably didn't even comprehend how my parents did it as well. And just, uh, I was dragged to swim, swim practice every day. And I would just sit in the stands and watch my older brother swim and sit there with my mom because I was too young to stay at home. And uh, I think eventually it was just like, oh, why not? Why don't I just like jump in rather than just sitting here? Um, and then from there, I guess, I guess that's kind of how I got introduced to it. I gotcha. So let's, let's talk about how did you get from just getting introduced to it to like really being passionate about it. Cause I remember back in the day um, we were, I mean, you would be playing on the DS at, at swim meets like no other. And um, one time we were digging holes in your backyard and <laughs> mom came out and she was like, so you guys ready for swim practice? Like, no, let's just keep digging holes. <laughs> I don't want to go to swim practice. And I, I think we just dug holes. I think it was awesome. Yeah, it was good cross training, I'm sure. <laughs> it was. So how'd you go from digging holes and playing DS to winning, <laughs> winning state? Um, you know, I think it was – I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, by the way, uh, I do have a roommate, so if he ever comes in, we might have to pause or whatever. But, that's uh, He's um, just I know him. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. Um, getting into it, stepping it up to the next level, it, it – I think it happened around middle school. I think like sixth grade to eighth grade. So I, I enjoyed swimming when I was younger. I think the thing that kept me in it were the people. We had you, Doug, Cole. We had a great group in there. Um, and I think, and I think it was just something I did. It was just uh, after school we'd do that, and we'd go to these meets that seemed to drag on forever. But we'd just go on picto chat on our DS and like talk to people. It was just it was a lot of fun. I think it was the community we had at the pool. But um, you know, it's when my older brothers really found success um, in the pool, like. My older brother, Dan, seeing him win multiple medals. Um, and then the pressure was laid on when Matt uh, won state freshman year. And that I, I never even thought of it, um, that, that I would be serious enough in the sport to even uh, compete at a level like that or, or, or be that invested. And once, once Matthew won, I started getting asked, like, oh, are you going to do the same? And I, oh, are you doing this? Are you doing that? I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then I just all of a sudden really started caring about the sport. Um, I was fine like 13 and under um nothing great i mean nothing crazy pretty average nebraska swimmer but then i hit 14 and i had one meet and i started growing of course and and i think then i started seeing results and i think a big factor of it was being motivated by my, by my older brothers um obviously they came before me so they um set records and such and it just just to prove them or something i just try i'd go out there and race and, and just hope i can get it uh, and i think that was the main factor that kept me in the sport and then to get serious about it um, the pressures and realizing that maybe I do have a chance. Like I can be decent seeing Matt do it, seeing Dan do it. I was like, yeah, it, it would be fun. So I started investing a lot of time into swimming and um, 
just even outside of the pool, being a really dedicated athlete, just learning more about swimming and, and finding ways to enjoy it. Gotcha. So, uh, backtrack just a little bit. So swimming for Quicksilver and, uh, like I know there's summer training, uh, mm-hmm. so like talk them through like adventure races is in the challenge practices. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't remember my first adventure race, but I gotta say I was so young. So our coach, Brian, um, would just have us go like it was, it would be at the, like a Friday and it would be a morning practice or we're in the big Island Oasis pool, barely even a 50 meter pool. And, uh, he would just say, okay, now you got to go run to the floating logs and you got to run to the lazy river, do three laps. You got to run back, go under the lane rope 15 times. And that was just another thing that just fostered the, uh, uh, competitive nature. I think that taught us a little bit more than I, I expected at the time. Um, but yeah, that was, that was so much fun. I mean, summer season as uh, discombobulated as it is, it is, uh, it's a good time to spend with the guys and uh, give you something to do during the day. All right. This is a little sidetrack question. Um, what is your favorite uh, shower facility? Because I have this memory of me and you at the Hastings meet. We would Hastings uh, take meet. showers in between our events. We'd go swim the 53, hop in the shower for an hour. Dude, we, we would miss we would water. miss races. We would miss races because we were in the shower. We're in the shower. Um, yeah. Best shower facility. I mean, <laughs> nothing beats Grand on YMCA, man. <laughs> we just too many, too many uh, morning practices afterwards just crying in there. <laughs> just completely destroyed. I remember Paul would just sit on the ground and just take it at that point. Oh, this is a clean floor. Let me tell you, the janitorial staff does a, does a great yeah, job. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk about the talk about the facilities, the where you swam at, the wine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you guys are obviously familiar with it, but maybe some of the viewers aren't. Um, so, Grand Island YMCA is the only pool in Grand Island, competition pool, I suppose, and it's 25 meters, six lanes. Um, very, very hot because a diverse group of people like to use the pool. It's not just used for competitive swimming. So it's basically, it's literally a hot tub. Um, and air, air filtration is not, not good at all. Um, it's coughing up straight chlorine. Um, yeah, then the facilities weren't great, obviously. Um, and then in summer we have a 50 meter pool. That's like 53 meters at a water park with no lane ropes. Um, yeah, you know, it, the facilities definitely weren't there. Um, but yeah, yeah, they, they, they weren't grade a, but I'm, I'm very thankful that we did have at least a pool. So. Yeah. So, uh, how do you make the best out of that position? Cause you know, you're not, you don't have the same advantage as like someone who's swimming like Omaha or like big city where they have like 20 pills available to them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I never quite found out turns short course meters, short course shows. I'm, I'm just getting at that this season. Um, it's tough. Other than that, you know, knowing it, it was always in the back of my mind, especially when I was younger. I was like knowing going into these meets, I'm like, these kids know how to race yards. These kids have a real pool, blah, blah, blah all these excuses. Um, end of the day, it, it's just a pool, you know, a few, few yards longer. Um, it, it doesn't kill anyone. Might mess your turns up a little bit. Um, it did earlier in the career it would be like um, kind of insecure about it, knowing that they have an advantage or I, I would at least assume so, but they really don't. Um, yeah, it was, it was just, you just had to accept it at some point. And, and you'd always get these rumors every year. It would be like, Oh, next year there's going to, we're going to build at, uh, by veterans park. We're going to build eight, eight lane, 25 yard pool. I've heard that eight times, So we're getting the YMCA renovated every time. It's like, Oh, imagine how cool would that be? Blah, blah, blah. And it, it just never happens. But at the end of the day, you just gotta be thankful for the, the pool we do have. Cause without it, we, we wouldn't be swimming. So That's yep. right. I actually have a memory of going and, and seeing the blueprints. The blueprints. The, blueprints. the brand new pool that we're going to have. Wait, okay. 
maybe <laughs> I was just a kid and remembering this, but do you remember um, we were told that there would be a shark tank? <laughs> do you remember this? In the I wall. I remember In the wall. Oh my gosh. I swear. I mean, I could have, I could have just made it up, but I swear he was telling us there would be a, a shark tank in the wall, like a little one. And then the, whoever was the swimmer of the month would get to feed it. <laughs> I, I remember vividly. I remember vividly, but I could be wrong, but I remember yeah. laughing so hard. <laughs> it's a long ways from the short course meter pool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aerobics. Yeah. So uh, like moving, moving into a uh, freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. So, so you had all that pressure build up from your older brother doing the same thing, winning at the hundred backstroke freshman mm-hmm. year. And so you felt the pressure coming on and you, you came there, you did it. How was that? Yeah. Um, it was really stressful. So I, I can take you through the, at least what I remember my freshman high school season um, going into it. I had the mentality of, uh, I wanted to a final, which is very respectful for anyone, uh, a freshman out there to a final. I think that's awesome. Um, and that, that was the goal. That was the goal. Uh, Brian and I would talk about it, but Brian, every time I would talk to him, he'd be like, no, you're going to win it. And I'm like, Brian, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to. And, and quick flashback, eighth grade, I think I won some Midwesterns or something. It was at the same pool as uh, high school state would be at. And I remember I was on the podium or whatever. And Brian came up and I like, shook my hand. And he's like, Oh, I'll see her next year too. And I laughed. I laughed about that. I laughed in his face. I was like, no way, no way. There's no chance. Um, but yeah, it was about like mid-season. I think maybe the night invite is really when I felt like I had a chance at doing it. Um, it was also a really lucky year. Um, I remember uh, the the one and two just graduated from the previous year. Um, and I, I mean, yeah, it was just good timing. And yeah, at least Brian believed in me. And then it was around mid-season. I was like, maybe this can actually work. And then conference went well. And then it was state. And yeah, it, it, at that, yeah, it was, it just worked out well. It, it was surreal. It was very nice uh, having that, having that happen, but I don't know. It, it's not, it's nothing that big though. Like looking back on it, it's just not me. So. Yeah. And for people who don't know um, the Nebraska talk, well, I'll let you explain Talk about the Nebraska state meet and the pressure that comes with it. Like you could go to yeah. your Nats and, and win it, mm-hmm. the whole state of Nebraska wouldn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to Nebraska. I think I think uh, in our our echo chamber of Grand Island, I think that was I think that's the cause for it. So Nebraska State is just the biggest thing um, for Grand Island. I'm sure it's just through the high school sports, but um, it would be talked about in newspapers weeks before all this stuff. Like they would document dual meets and all all this crazy stuff, and it seemed like that's all everyone at school and in the community heard about which is fair. I mean, I, I suppose we're competing for the school and, and that's really all they see in the papers. But I remember later I went to juniors and I did fine or I went to NCSAs and I finaled or whatever. And it was just nothing. And, and I think that's the way it should be. It, I do remember feeling, um, well, we can talk about this more later, but just extreme stress and pressure, pressure when it came to state, um, especially at such a young age, freshman, sophomore, I think it, it hurt me more in the sport the sport than it did help um just because that's all that was ever talked about it was, it was so silly that this random high school meet which not even the top i don't know it, it wasn't a big deal but for some reason in nebraska it was just it was literally everything and it, it was it's unfortunate that it is that way yeah i mean it's it's got its positive and negatives i'd see like for someone that like just barely qualifies mm-hmm. like for me it was like this is freaking awesome 
Yeah, yeah. That, that's true. I'm just like just going for fun. Um, but yeah, that's true. You, I definitely um, get it. And they got. Yeah, I remember just seeing the psych sheets come out, and I, I would generally be first seat or whatever, and I would just remember just feeling so much stress. I would go through the psych sheets like, oh, what's and project people and, and see what I could do, and I. It, it was just so much pressure, and then it was at school and in friends, and it was, oh, are you going to win? Are you blah blah blah. It's just nonstop pressure, which uh, it does have its ups and downs. On, on my side, it was definitely uh, hurt me more, but I can absolutely see how um, the, the pressure would just make it so much more fun too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they got like cameras, like a a moving camera that yeah like, yeah across the floor, and and they they interview the champions, and they and they uh it's yeah. It's it's crazy. It's yeah, definitely insane. Uh, and then like what? Two weeks afterwards, biggest meet of your life, YMCA state champs. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) every year. Um, Y state champs. That was just a. It just seemed like torture, and it was like we had to every time because we had to swim Y state if we want to go to Y nets. So it was like, oh yeah, that was uh, yeah Y state. My state is not my favorite meet in the world. It takes eight hours and is very, very, it goes by slow. But yeah, and, and always swim like trash. It's because it's like we miss the taper because it's like two weeks later. Brian expects us to suit up. We're in so much pain. We swim super slow. Yeah, that, that's got to be the worst meet of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Bad. Transition into the next, the next year, uh, freshman to sophomore year you had some major um, time cuts. What mm-hmm. would you attribute um, that freshman to sophomore year of success? Um, I think a few things. Um, one, obviously coaching. I think Brian really saw that something could happen there. I think he even invested more into me, which I'm extremely appreciative for. Um, and then another thing is obviously development. I think I grew probably an inch there and, and put on, I want to say 20 pounds, um, and I think development was big. And then the third thing was I was finally, that, that's when I really comprehended that I could take this to the next level. I could, you know, try to pay for school with it. I could, I, and I enjoyed doing it. I enjoyed competing and I enjoyed how I was able to go out there and, and, and do what I could. Um, and I think those three things really just collaborated into success. Um, it definitely had its downs too, but yeah, I think, I think just development, uh, realizing that I could do it. And then Brian helping me out through the way was really, really contributing factors. For sure. Uh, and then sophomore, sophomore state. So how would, how was high school training over your sophomore year? I, I was peak. I was peak. That was so fun. I mean, it wasn't, wasn't my peak, but for, for like fun wise, phenomenal. Let's get into the team. Um, so like freshman year, we had, we were pretty young. I can't even remember everyone was on there, but it was so exciting because it was like, how many graduating seniors did we have our, my freshman year, Paul, your junior year? Uh, it was just Luke. Luke was ahead of us for the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, probably missing some, but I don't know. I just remember. Yeah, like I remember the the main, I think, relay spots were, were all returning. And I think that was really exciting. So that carried me through freshman year. But then sophomore year, it was it was like, it was awesome. It was so much fun. We had great guys in there. Um, and we really pushed each other at practice. Our training was great. Um, I think, I think we exploited it really well. I think we worked with Brian. Well, um, we were always pushing each other and it was, it was so much fun, you know, just being able to hang out with the guys every day and like swim every day with each other. And, um, yeah, I, yeah, it, it, the, the practices were good because of the group we had. I think we were all very determined as well as your senior year. Um, 
junior year for a couple of other guys and sophomore year for me and Kai. And uh, we, when we saw that this was the year that we would all have all of us there and we could really uh, make it something special. Um, I, I think, I think that's kind of why the, the training worked out did. And we were all very motivated and disciplined because we knew what we wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. that was, that was a super fun year. Mm-hmm. Um, talk uh, talk about the the blanket forts on the bus rides for oh unreal unreal blanket forts um especially like the three-hour uh, bus rides it was just like we would get all the blankets i remember sometimes the coach would get so mad um but we would get the um miss dylan gave us the clips and we would clip it to stuff and it, it was so elaborate i wish we had pictures I, I don't think i have one but it was I like got videos. Oh, i'm gonna play them in, in this oh that's good it was like we would like have them up top. We would, we would uh, have them up top and it would just like darken the whole area. We'd, we'd put blankets over each one in between the rows and we all crawl around, which is disgusting looking back on it. But it was so much fun. So much fun. Yeah, the, these sports were, were getting out of hand. Like people were bringing bed sheets. I remember I was bringing a door. I brought a, yeah. <laughs> I brought a candle one time. Yeah. And, what, and, was uh, it real? It was no, not real. No, it was it was real. I'm sure Tracy wouldn't let you. I'm sure Tracy wouldn't let you. Yeah, but Tracy probably was washing a lot of sheets when I got back. Oh yeah, I mean, we we bring our entire bed. Oh yeah, and I I'll just speak for myself here, John. You don't have to answer this, but I I never wore pants back there, so. No, I can't uh, say I did either. <laughs> <laughs> just something so freeing, man. It was. It was. Um. It was great. Yeah. I'm sure Brian would get a lot of trouble if that if he knew that was going on and didn't stop it. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the boys are the boys in the back of the bus. That was a lot of fun. Luke, uh, is it is it true, Luke, that um the boys don't even sit in the back of the bus now? No, bro. They they freaking argued it, and now they have to alternate. It's so dumb. But honestly, me and Michael were just like, you put me and Michael as captains, and first of all, Michael's just like so nonchalant about everything. Like he has great ideas. But he's just like, nah, it's not really matters that much. And so we were both just like, nah, who cares? Oh. But yeah. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. The yes. forefathers before a spot for that, Luke. <laughs> we'll fight for it next year, maybe. <laughs> uh, so uh state 2020, state Nebraska state record at pretty much the biggest meet of the state that year. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah. There were some fast runners there. Um, it's one of the 500 free. Um, yeah, again, the pressure going in the meet was so great. But I had my eyes set on the record because that conference, Paul, by the way, we had a great conference that year. That, that, I don't know because, gosh, that was so much fun. Because um, I think I was near the state record or bettered it like at conference. And then going to state, I think that was my goal. Um, I was able to do it in prelims, which was really fun. Um, yeah, really cool to share that with with all the boys there. Um, yeah, so I, I think I did that in prelims and in finals. Uh, clinched the win. I don't remember what I went, but um, you're four thirty two. Yeah. Four thirty two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that was sophomore year, and the two hundred free was just horrendous. I uh, the two hundred free freshman and sophomore year, I was just too stressed. I mean, again with the environment, um, especially because Matt won. My older brother Matt won the two hundred free his senior year, so. I really wanted to continue that. And freshman year, I fell short, which looking back on it, I completely understand why. But then from there, it was this mental, mental block and a severe stress beforehand. And it, it was just too much. It, it's really disappointing. That's the way it went. Um, Cause my, looking back on, it, I should just swam some random event. Um, Cause it would just be so stressful. 
And then I, I'd have fine prelims and I'd do bad at finals. And it, it was just terrible. It really, it really was um, just, just because of how hyped the meet was. But that's also my fault. Um, getting in my head too much. and should just listen to Brian. Brian. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, we go to you go to NCSAs. Yeah, yeah. So talk about yeah. that. Sophomore year, so swam state had a fine state. I I definitely wasn't happy with it at the time. Um, I think our relays were good. We had, we put together some good relays, which was fun. But then two weeks later, I went to NCSAs uh, as my dad as my coach because um, it was just me going, and that was a ton of fun. I mean, in Orlando, uh, no complaints. I swam a bunch of events. I, I swam the 500 and dropped another two seconds. Uh, I think I was under 430 there, which was really cool. I, I, I think that was, I remember prelim swimming like a 430 point, whatever, and being, and that was already a two second drop from state. And I was like, that's all I have. Like, I can't, because I made finals. I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it tonight. And my dad was like, too bad. Swam it, dropped another second. And that was so much fun. Uh, great trip. 200 free, same way. It was just fine. Um, I think I swam. I have no idea what else I swam, but yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a lot of fun and it was some fast swimming there. Gotcha. So, uh, I mean, pretty unfortunate turn of events over the summer. So you get training during the summer and then like, take us through that. Like how'd the training go over the summer? Sophomore year, junior year. Um, Sophomore year going into junior year. So yeah. It's still going pretty solid, right? Yeah. I think it's still going fine. No pandemic yet. Um, <laughs> And, uh, it, it, I remember being very determined. I think, I think I was extremely determined. I think we put together well, I, I definitely started feeling the, the missing the, my, my friends who I grew up swimming with. Um, I mean, you guys were in and out sometimes, but it was like, um, I, I swam with you guys for eight years prior and seeing you guys go, I think really hurt me, but obviously I had newcomers, Michael and Luke, who I knew, um, we needed to put some work in. So I think, I think training was fine that summer. I don't remember it being insane. Um, I, I don't remember how I competed that long course season. Um, but yeah, it was definitely just kind of working hard to try to get in better shape for the the winter season. Yeah, because I remember, what was it? I think state, you guys were all like, you got to break 50, you got to break 50. And I went like 50.2 <laughs> on those relays because you guys had, it was you and Kai being seniors and me and Michael were what, sophomores? No, when freshmen. was that? We would have been that was I, well, I had two years with you. yeah so junior year yep I, I can't even remember junior year oh, I, I don't have that good a memory either but <laughs> yeah so, so uh, junior year I remember you came up and you visited me in Iowa City um because you were starting to get recruited you're going on the recruit trip oh yeah <laughs> yeah that's right but, yeah so uh, so talk about yeah, so the recruiting, recruiting process. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's great. So yeah, that was between sophomore to junior year. So late summer, uh, early fall for junior year. Um, and it was, it was, it was stressful. Um, I, I remember being really, really agitated about how, because they just moved it up a year again. So we were, we were the top recruits in my class were committing at the beginning of junior year or like October. And that I remember being really fed up with. I was just like, that, that's not right. We have to make this decision so early, blah, blah, blah. But I was able to go on some great recruit trips before um, COVID. Um, ended up taking it to, my first one was to Wisconsin. Uh, my older brother was swimming there at the time. And then I took one to Iowa and I got to see Paul um, when you were at University of Iowa. And then I took one to Harvard. So, And then I would have taken a few more, but uh, yeah. 
Yeah, so I remember, um, yeah, I remember you coming up to Iowa City. You went to the, mm-hmm. the Iowa-Penn State game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I remember at the time, like, you weren't really, like, set on Harvard. Like, you were kind of – No, like, no. You went – I remember talking with your mom and you in the parking lot outside yep, yep. of my dorm. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to Harvard, you know, whatever. We'll kind of see what happens. But at the time, it sounded like there's no way you're going to Harvard. Yeah, yeah. How did you end up at Harvard? Um, yeah, I, I was getting pretty serious with some other schools. Um, and then, man, Kevin, my head coach now, and Kevin and Sam, both head coaches, they um, they just – I mean, Kevin just kept recruiting me. He just kept staying on it, and he just kept emailing me. And I remember I was at sophomore year at YNAC. Um, and I was with my dad again at YNATS um, or NCSA is one or the other. And my dad, I got an email from a uh, Harvard coach. And I, I remember looking at it and laughing audibly just in front of my dad. I was like, dad, look at this. This is hilarious. Like, there's no way. Like, I was like, there's no chance this is happening. This isn't going to happen. Like, I'm not, I'm not smart enough. I'm not fast enough. It's, it's not going to happen. Um, and, and my dad was like, no, you have to respond. I mean, as any dad would, and I'm like, okay, whatever. And that, that relationship started growing and, and I really enjoyed Kevin and his ideals. Um, and just, just, he's just a phenomenal guy. Um, and then from there I got invited to a recruit trip and thank God I took it when I did. Cause I was the only one they, I really had this rule where that we couldn't take, they couldn't take any recruit trips until the fall. Um, and at that time, if they waited until fall, they would, they had no more, all my uh, classmates on the swim team didn't have a recruit trip except for one who was on mine. Cause I was the only recruit trip that year before all of them got canceled. Um, and I remember going it, and my recruit trip was nothing insane. Um, obviously it, it was, it was cool. It was special. Um, but compared to my other ones, Wisconsin and Iowa, it was like these big football games. They, they really put on a show for the recruits and then Harvard, it really felt like I was put in an everyday life where we still hung out with the team. It was a lot of fun, but it, I, I felt like it was more realistic uh, um, representation of what it's like here. And, and then, um, Recruiting process just kept going on. Um, uh, I had to apply. Kevin gave me a spot, um, and it, it it just all worked out. And it by the end of it, having getting the other offers from the other schools, um, it, it was just something I couldn't refuse. It was an opportunity that I couldn't I couldn't let it go to waste. Gotcha. Yeah, because I remember um, I remember kind of that recruiting process. Like I remember out at Emmett's farm, and mm-hmm. I'm in I'm in the tractor. And, <laughs> and you're you're out taking a call with like minnesota uh i remember that, that. <laughs> i remember that. that is hilarious i do remember that we're at some farm and yeah i remember i had a call scheduled yeah yeah it was a lot of calls it was really stressful um yeah it, it was crazy um a lot of fun too don't get me wrong it, it's really it's a really good feeling um people wanting you to come to their school i'm really appreciative of that but man it was stressful like you'd set up phone calls every day of the week during study hall. I'd be taking calls and it was just ridiculous. It, it seems like the comedy, how it, how it was, but yeah, it was good. Yeah. And where in the timeline did you actually like, were you like locked in on Harvard? Like 100% was that after junior year, during junior year, senior year? Um, I think it was probably, it was probably late junior year. I think 100% set. It was probably pretty earlier when I when I considered and really thought that I was going to, but until I was 100%, it was like late junior year. And at that point, 
um, because of the admissions office, you're not supposed to say uh, that you're committed or that you're supposed to tell these other schools that you're not committed to Harvard because let's say something terrible goes wrong in the uh, admissions office for Harvard and then you cut the ties with all the other programs, you have no money, no spots, and you're left there. So that was pretty stressful, fully committing to Harvard, but not being able to tell, um, you know, like the community and um, the other coaches. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty early. I want to say like mid to late junior year. Gotcha. Gotcha. So junior year comes by, you go to, you go swim state junior year, and that's kind of your last meet before all COVID happens, right? Yeah, which was a terrible meet. Man, it, it was so bad. I remember all of us. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember what was happened. It? Luke Luke got some killer disease, which could have been COVID for all I know, beforehand, like three weeks beforehand, was sick for like a month. I don't, I don't entirely blame it on you, but all of us got sick. Not with the same thing, but just something that kind of just wrecked us. I remember feeling very fatigued, tired. And uh, I remember me, Kai, we had it bad. Um, I mean, not as bad as you, obviously. Like, you had pneumonia going on, but we, we were just like, yeah. we were just like, we're done. I remember being in uh, antibiotics and stuff the week of, um, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, I remember jokingly saying I have the plague, and I don't think I'm joking anymore. Yeah, you definitely could have. <laughs> it was terrible. Uh, yeah, so going over, so junior summer, kind of like locked up with COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. How are you spending your time? Yeah, that was that was a really difficult time um, because I remember feeling terrible after state. I'm so disappointed. I, I, I remember in practice, I was doing really well, doing me I was fastest I've ever been compared to years prior, and I, I thought too much into it. I was comparing my splits from this to this meet last year and all this and everything was on track and I had a bad state and I remember thinking okay that's fine in two weeks I'm going to be healthy and in two weeks I remember it was NCSAs and it was like the week of got canceled so canceled our flights and then it was like okay why Nats is still holding on got canceled um and that's when I was really like oh man it's 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 tough and then everything obviously went under um and during that that official quarantine time I was um yeah, I, I was so fortunate because my family was home. Both my older brothers were home. So I spent that time. We didn't have access to a pool. Um, Paul and I did some training in, the, in a little pond. You were training for your iron, first Ironman at that time. Um, well, I guess unofficial Iron. Yeah, Dale's Pond. I remember we were doing some laps in there. That was most of what I had. I, I did some lifting. I did some dry land stuff. It, it was really just a good time to hang out with my family. Um, and we were all under the same roof one last time. Daniel already in med school. Matthew already like a senior in college, junior in college. Um, yeah, so that's, that, I really spent that time just hanging out with them. And at the time, I didn't realize how special it was. It was like, I'm trapped inside. I need to be training. I need to be do this, this, this. And I'm losing my junior year, whatever, 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 all that. But it, it, I was very fortunate in the fact that I had uh, my brothers there. And it was, it, it was a good time I had spent with them. Yep, for sure. Uh, and then, well, I'll let Paul take over. All right. So junior summer, you're, you're going along. Do you, do they open up Island Oasis for any long course that summer or not? No, no, we didn't know long, long course that summer, but we did, I think towards the mid to late summer, we, they did open the YMCA. It was very strict protocols. Um, and I remember it was just abysmal. Um, morales were so low. Um, I don't think Brian wanted to be there. I don't think any of the other guys would be there. It was just like five people would show up at most, at most. I remember like a Saturday morning practice. I'd be there. I'd drag Kate along with me. And I remember it was just us once. I was like, and Brian wasn't there. It was just uh, an assistant coach. 
um, that was tough. Uh, it was, that was a tough training. Um, cause I think everyone was just in the, the COVID slump and it was really hard to get out of, but yeah, that training was not ideal. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, so going to like, so this would be transitioning to senior year, mm-hmm. uh, COVID protocols getting a little less, it's not as tight anymore. So we start to go to a lot more meets, right? Yeah. Um, meets started, um, I don't, I think a few, I can't remember exactly. Maybe a few meets before high school season. I don't think I competed in any, but um, yeah, high school season basically ran as usual uh, with some more protocols, but yeah. Yeah. yeah the, um, the speedo rant run happened um, even with COVID. Um, That's true. It did. That would have been did. what year for that? That would have been the, the third. So the yep. third. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you have to touch on that, Jonathan. We'll get, we'll get back to the senior here in a little bit. Um, talk yeah. about the speedo run for the viewers that don't know it. Dude, so, okay, so this year was the fourth annual, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I oh, how did it originate? I I'm blanking right now. Yeah, so I think I was just like me, like right after the Miller meet on my senior. Oh, yeah. like, Dude, I've got this great idea. Let's run <laughs> your house to my house in speedo. Oh my gosh! And um. Yeah, I think you were down, but like, Doug, I was like on the edge. I wasn't sure, and we made it happen. And um, yeah, just, it was it was it was just us four, and, and Colby bailed. Right? It was I yeah. remember it was right after the Colby Mac bailed. meet. It's not the first time he's bailed on us. Yeah, yeah, um, that was like years before. It was directly after the Mac meet. Um, it was like the next morning, the Sunday morning, and like I remember being like, "What are we doing?" And it, it was, that was good. That was the start of a tradition, and then it. And it carried on every year. And we ended up putting on uh, as like a Christmas day speed of run. Cause that was the only time Paul would be home for winter break. And uh, the other, other graduates um, would be home at that time. Um, so yeah, that, we would do it then. And we would just run from my house to your house and film it. And then we got, we got so elaborate. We got drone shots. We got <laughs> a gimbal to stabilize the video. We got backstory interviews. And one year we were, we started in the hot tub and then had to get out and sprint and like, and it was always like so cold. It was like twenty something degrees. And it was always like six a.m. or something, eight a.m. But it was, yeah. I, I don't know how it started or why we did it, but I, it's gonna keep going. It's gonna keep going, and for some apparent reason, everyone loves it on YouTube. I mean, I dedicate <laughs> way more time into other videos, but it's the speedo run. The first one got ten k, ten k on YouTube. Unbelievable. Um, and talk a little bit about the. We'll get back to senior year, I promise. I'm off on a tangent right now. Okay. How about the Speedo <laughs> speedo of the Year competition on Twitter? <laughs> so, yeah, you stumbled across this Twitter account. Speedo comp- – it was Speedo – I don't even know. Um, speedo of the Year. Some account dedicated to Speedos, and there was this award, Speedo of the Year. And we were we were set on getting it. I mean, who, we ran a mile in Speedos. Like, we did unsub like, 20 degrees – temperature and we did all this stuff and we we went to the farm in speedo it was just like the most <laughs> ridiculous things and we ended up losing that was that was a dark moment when we lost that we, I lost, we had it in the bag yeah we lost the speedo and not only did we lose the speedo but our twitter dms were um getting blown up by some interesting people that yeah i think i think i think at the time uh we didn't realize the intent of the account um pure intent but yeah, I remember I unfollowed the dude after he lost because I was like, I'm not doing this another year. And he ended up uh, DMing me and was like, dude, what the heck? Like, this and this and this and that. I was like, 
and I told, I was, I was like, yo, dude, I mean, these, like people were reaching out to me. Like I just felt uncomfortable. Like that's not, yeah. Yeah. That was it got yeah, weird. not worth it. Didn't not worth you it. nominate me for like my birthday or something? I think you nominated me like, dude, Paul, I got a surprise. For you. <laughs> <laughs> that like, is so I funny, like, dude. On the Twitter page. That is so funny. That was good. We, we got robbed. We should have won that. We got robbed. We really were a lot more dedicated than those guys. All right. Back to senior year. Um, you're training. What What's the swim season like? Um, high school season. What's that like? The protocols. Luke, you can chip on on this. Jukes, I know you're swimming. I remember you telling me, like, you didn't even know if it was going to happen, if it was going to get shut down. Yeah, it was like every day. It was every day. Um, it was just like, man, I wonder if it's going to keep going or if schools are going to go out or what's going on. Because I, I, it would be like, oh, we have this many cases. Not on the team. I think the team was very clean, but it was just like in the school, we would have this many cases and it would be a freak out. But um, I didn't really swim my senior year. So um, in August, uh, I was wakeboarding in Montana and had a little bit of injury, um, folded backwards, like the wrong way. Um, that, that hurt a lot. Um, but after that, it was probably for months I was working on that, doing PT work. Um, it, it was never explained. I'd get MRIs. I ended up getting a, a facet joint injection of steroids and numbing um, my T2 and T3 vertebrae, um, which is so the vertebrae is like this kind of, and they, they injected right in there. There's a little little gap called the facet joint. And um, we, we were just taking shots in the dark. Fortunately, my dad was able to, get me hooked up with MRIs and, and, and do everything we could, but it was really unexplained. Um, it was a really difficult time. And then I did all this PT with special PT stuff and, and it, it really never went away without time. Um, but then, yeah, then the season got way worse. Uh, October, mid-October, I think it was like October 12th. I got COVID um, through school or something. Um, and I, I, I had to quarantine. Thankfully I, I was able to quarantine in my room and not get my family sick, which is remarkable. I don't know how, I didn't get infect anyone in my family, but COVID hit me pretty hard. That was a hard time because I remember I would try to do dry land. Um, and, and one, I was tired from COVID. It, it hurt a bit. Um, but then two, my back, I would like try to do yoga. I would just try to stretch and I couldn't do it. It just hurt so much. And I remember going to practices and just going there, committing and, and not being able to swim time after time. Um, but it was fine. It, I still competed at like a Carney dual meet at the very beginning of the season. Did fine. Um, did a few meets here and there and then yeah it was it was yeah I, I started getting and then I got COVID yeah I got COVID and it just changed everything um I I I still it's not explained for sure um but I, I began developing severe stomach issues intestines issues um it, it was it was easily the darkest point um I remember I would wake up and this lasted months I, I want to say from like November to kind of like April. Um, and I, and I lost like 25 pounds. I was down to 175 and it was every morning I would wake up. I would still be committed to go to swim. I'd wake up really early, have to go to the bathroom forever. I would go to the pool, do a hundred warm up. Either my back got me out or, or worse. My stomach just hurt so bad. Or I was so tired and I'd have to get out, go to the bathroom there. And I just remember just, it was just countless times I'd go into the locker room, just defeated, just, just bawling. There was nothing I could do. Um, and my body just turned against itself, losing that much weight and doing all of that. Um, it was really hard. Um, yeah, it boiled down like IBS symptoms, just unexplainable. And I think it has something to do with COVID looking back on it. Um, 
I think it um, has something to do with just anxiety. I think uh, just it caused me somehow. I know a friend from high school had the same thing, just caused me to have deal with anxiety. And it was something that came out of the blue in a terrible time when I was already really stressed. And uh, it was terrible. I mean, I, I, I missed so many days of school. I remember I, every day I would go to school or I would go to morning practice fail I'd, I'd have to wait around at the pool go home for like an hour come back pick up kate because kate was now in high school um and then i'd take her to school i remember i'd go to school 30 minutes early i'd get there i, I wouldn't eat i wasn't eating anything at this time I, I would have like a piece of bread a day and i would go to school and it was every day I, I would i would get there i would sit in my first mod class waiting for it to happen and all of a sudden my stomach is just just hurting so much i'd go to the bathroom and then i'd go to amy at the office and i was like I, I, I got to go home. And it was every day. I remember I would just go home and my mom would be at home. Fortunately, and it was just like, I just couldn't go to school. I, I couldn't go to school. I couldn't swim, struggled to do anything. I couldn't go anywhere. I couldn't hang out with friends. It was just something my stomach hurt so bad. I would have to go to the bathroom and all this and going to the bathroom would take such a long time. Um, and I lost so much weight. I couldn't eat food. And um, I guess I'll just finish the story up. Um, and then, I started taking some meds that somehow connect to it and, and that started helping a lot and that really turned it around. Um, and I, I didn't do that in time for state. Um, but I remember rallying for state. Um, I know conference Luke, I was there, but I didn't swim. I swam like one relay, right? Yeah. 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 yeah Cause I was just so beat. I remember I'd swam the 500 free prelims and was like, there's- I don't even know if I, I did. I didn't. I scratched beforehand. I, I no, think I swam one. I, I swam prelims. I don't. I, I know state. I swam. Well, no conference. I scratched completely. Oh, yeah. I think I swam a relay with you guys um, in prelims. I don't. I didn't even swim in finals. Um, I was just so my body was just gone. I, I, I was struggling to leave the bathroom once I did. And my body was so weak. And I remember state the two weeks prior. At this point, my back was a little bit better. Two weeks prior, it started getting a little bit better. Um, my stomach, that is. I ate a little bit more food, um, and, I, and I began starting to be able to train. Uh, by train, I mean it was while you guys were tapering, so I would do it with <laughs> what you guys were doing after three months of basically no swimming. Um, and I remember Brian made me promise him I'd, I'd, I'd try to do the 500 prelims. And I, I went through with that promise, but that state was, that state was the worst experience i it's definitely down there um it was just i remember walking on the pool like and everyone because again tying into how stressful high school state was there's these storylines that people watch and, and all the other swimmers buy into it and it was me it was my fourth year um you know i had three state championships prior in the 500 free the elusive 200 free title all this all this stuff and um i just remember walking on the pool like and and i think a lot of people knew um, based on my results and how I wasn't swimming anywhere else, um, knew that something was wrong. Only my close friends from other teams really knew. I remember these eyes, and I will never forget. I swam prelims. I got out of the pool. It was like a 440, which I guess that's fine for not ever swimming. But it, I got out of the pool, and I was just like, I was just like crying, and I was just like in front of everyone, and it, it, it was so tough. And my coaches that were there for me in all four years on other teams were very supportive. Um, and, and yeah, I, 200 free, I scratched. I was just entered in the 500 scratch prelims. I was first seed going into finals, but I was so, I, I couldn't do that to myself again. I could not get back in the water and try to make it happen. Um, scratch finals, even though I was first seed, it was just, just not going to work. And that, at that point, Brian understood, I think he did everything he could. Um, that was really hard. It, that was, 
that was unexplainable. Um, but then I got to swim relays with you guys, ended up going two best times in my 1500 for I let off, um, close to school record times. I remember, which was hilarious. Um, so happy I got to put it together, but man, we could have, we could have nibbled the uh, state or the, the school records. If, if I was in prime, I think we could have gotten them, but that was, uh, that was so much fun. Um, being able to finish it out with you guys. I'm so happy I got to swim a little bit. Um, yeah. And, and you guys are great. I mean, Kai had a huge time drop in the hundred. You had a pretty good drop in the hundred and fifty. And Michael had a great fifty and hundred and, and we put it together still. And I, I think we we're top eight in a fast year, yep. which was really cool. Um, yeah, the senior year was horrendous, um, swimming wise and school wise, and and just social life. I couldn't do anything, couldn't see anyone. That was terrible. And like at that point, I did get Catboy though. That was a big Cat turning boy. point for me. Talk about yeah. Catboy. So Catboy um, got him from a farm. Um, really, really cute cat. Um, just took him home one day. I was like, oh. Um, it was just like, oh, mom, we'll just see him for the day, see how we like him, whatever, and. Um, it was, uh, yeah, we, we saw him for the day. I was like, oh, maybe he just stays the night. Like I had a litter box for him and everything. And then I was like, okay, fine. And then he never left. Um, I, I, I can send you pictures to put in. He, he, he was a huge reason why I just kept, kept going every day. Um, it seems silly, but he would just sleep with me every night. Just bring me a lot of, uh, I don't know, consultation just helped me a lot. Um, just being there. It was weird. It was weird how it helped, but yeah, I'm really thankful. I had, I had Catboy at that time. Genius naming on my part. Catboy. Um, <laughs> phenomenal. I mean, yeah. Uh, it, it, I was really, really lucky and I had family around me, which, which I don't know what I would have done without them. Like, that was just unbelievable time, not only for swimming, for school. Like, I seriously couldn't go to school. It was like, it's like I'd go like twice a week. And I would show up every day, but I'd, I'd leave by first mod or I'd leave by fourth mod if I was lucky. Yeah, it was just unbearable. Um, I don't know how how that happened or how I got through it, but it, it, yeah, it just kind of happened. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad you explained that. Cause I think a lot of people on the outside don't know that whole story. They're just like, Oh, John's sick or he, I, he, yeah. I remember having this experience with someone and they, they alluded to the fact that I was scared at state or some absolute just trash and, and that I was only swam the relays and like, Oh, well, if, his back hurt or whatever. Why could he swim the relays and not as individuals? And yeah, I think, I think, I mean, whatever, whatever. I think that just speaks to a lot. Um, just, you don't ever know what somebody's dealing with. I think just assumptions are, can be evil. Um, so yeah, I, I yeah, I, I learned some value lessons from that. Um, just with injury sickness, there's only so much you can do. And yeah, just, really trying to understand what someone's someone's dealing with, I think is really important to um, helping them through things. So that, that definitely gave me a lot of experience. And now I'm able to help people or, or able to talk to people and understand. Um, I, I think that's kind of the, the, the big takeaway. So. Yeah, for sure. I know from like an outside perspective, looking in like software, it would have been my freshman year, just absolute cheery John. And then senior year rolls around and I would get a Snapchat every morning or like almost every morning be Jonathan in the bathroom. I was like, no, not again. Every morning. And I, it was, it was so terrible. It was every practice. I, I and thankfully Brian understood. I mean, he, <laughs> at the time he didn't, but he, he knew it was wrong. He knew I, I, I gave the sport everything. He knew that I was fully invested in the team. He knew I had these high goals. 
So I think that was the thing keeping him. Um, and I, it was just every practice. It was after the back thing, and the back injury just went out of my mind at that point. I was struggling to do anything. Um, so tired. And I ended up just um, every practice, I would be the same. I'd swim part of warm-up, go to the bathroom, come out, grab my bag, towel, go to the bathroom, sit there for – no, go to the locker room, just sit there for 30 minutes, just like bawling just because I can't do anything. And then I'd get changed, go out on the pool deck, and then I'd try to coach. And I, and I think I did have a lot of fun coaching, you guys. Um, uh, the minimal amount that I did. I think I, I think I, I learned so much from Brian about swimming. I mean, I learned so much already as his swimmer, but but coaching along with him, understanding some things and why we do things. And then I think I got to teach him a little bit too with some sets and things I liked and things that I think didn't work. And yeah, I, I was really lucky. I was in the situation that I was with with you guys being understanding. Um, and obviously, my family and Catboy. And it was just. Uh, yeah, it was a tough time, but but I'm really happy. I, I still had a spot on the team. Um, still captain. I was still able to to help coach. I would just take over lanes four or three, and yeah, that was uh, yeah. I'm really appreciative. Brian still gave me a spot to coach and stuff, which was fun. Yeah, for sure. I remember the first lactate set. Me and Michael were like yeah. dying in there. Uh, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> so yeah, moving forward. So how do you transition from just the absolute just worst time of your life to swimming for Harvard, doing really well. And how did you balance academics and swimming? Because Harvard's a tough, really tough academic school. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm still finding it out. Um, I am no way have it down for sure. Um, I guess like throughout the summer, I started recovering slowly. I, I was, and, and by the way, I, I was just on and off random medications and it was just terrible. Um, it was bad, but I finally found one that I guess somewhat helped and and that was like probably beginning of summer and I was able to start training in the summer. Um, I don't remember how well my training was. I know I didn't compete, but I was just able to train and get in decent shape to come up here. Um, came up here, I had my weight back, had everything back. Um, I wasn't a great in swimming shape, I'll be honest, but how could I be? Um, and yeah, I guess, yeah, college training is tough. It's, it's a lot. Um, middle, it's basically 20 hour weeks swimming wise, um, on top of more school wise, um, I remember first few weeks, it was like the third week into it. I was, I was literally saying to myself, if this doesn't change, if my schedule doesn't change, I cannot keep doing this. Like between swimming and school and, and, and doing my best in, in, in school and then trying to wake up early and, and swim every day, which I did. And I, I loved, um, and the team helps so much. They give you tips. The seniors are just so wise and just know what they're doing. Um, yeah, just, uh, yeah, just being able to, yeah, I don't know. Just, you just find it out eventually. I mean, I, I, a lot of people go through that. Um, but you just got to balance it. Got to go to bed early. Got to just get, get schoolwork done. Be prompt. Um, not procrastinating. i huge procrastinator at times. If I don't have to get done, I won't. But, but when, it gets, when it gets heavy, you have no choice. So, it, sure. yeah, you just got to enjoy both. And I think the time out of the pool is really important. Yeah, yeah. so uh, talking about swimming with the seniors, there's mm-hmm. one senior in, uh, individual, American yeah. Rector, Dean Ferris. What's, yeah, it like, yeah. what's it like swimming with Dean? Yeah, it's not just him. Um, we also have three, I mean, great senior class. I mean, there's Dean, Malin, Roth, Zarian. There's so many great guys who are phenomenal athletes and phenomenal swimmers who so, so fun to swim with. Um, just seeing what they can do and, and the work they put in, and, and they seem to have it found out. Um, recovery time, uh, getting school done, recovery prioritizing recovery showing up every day and knowing when they can't knowing when they can't like perform a practice 
and understanding that it's fun, computing it and getting better for the first one. Seeing the progression through the season was just amazing. And their leadership was awesome. Um, teaching me so much about swimming, about how to balance, about life, about everything. And they're just all, all really great guys. And I'll definitely miss them a ton. Um, yeah, just, just, it was so much fun and seeing how the best people in the world do it, um, balance school and swimming and, and how they treat swimming. Um, it was very cool. It was very, very cool. And I'm so lucky I got to swim with such a great and talented people. For sure. Um, if you could, uh, I'm going to steal Paul's line. If you could swim with anyone, <laughs> past or present, we're talking laps with uh, heck, George Washington or Michael Phelps. Who are you choosing? Anyone. Um, that's big. I don't think I don't think it would be some. I mean, Phelps would be cool, but it, I mean, it would be cool. Um, probably be someone I know. Maybe if, like if I could choose both my brothers at the same time. Like if I could, I could be competing with them at the same time throughout high school and college. I think that would be so fun. Uh, I was just like four years behind Matt, so I was just at the end of it. But but I know they got to compete on the same team for I think two years on high school. I feel like they had so much fun. Um, that's definitely something I wish I could have done. Um, I still had a great group around me, but just being able to swim alongside my brother. And I think I gave my sister a similar experience. Um, she was a freshman. Um, and I think it was fun just uh, pushing each other and still having an outlet to talk to outside of practice or if practice is tough, you can talk to them. Um, that's something I felt like I missed up out on. Uh, when I went into high school, I felt like I was already put in a role where I was supposed to know what I was doing and, and, and kind of a leadership role. Um, that's how it felt. Um, so I think I would have just loved swimming with my brothers if they were just a year older. Um, just, I think that would just help me, help me with the anxieties and help me with just uh, focusing on one thing at a time and getting through it. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I want to take it back here. One, one second. I want to talk about like competing for Harvard this year. How yeah. was it? Um, and talk about the Harvard Yale Penn, the environment. Yeah. Yeah. Harvard Yale Princeton. Yeah. Um, it, it was a good season. Um, results are not where I'd like them to be very far from it, but that is, that's just fine. I mean, it's, I mean, considering what happened last year, I'm so happy I'm able to compete and train. Um, yeah, the swing environment is intense. I mean, everyone's so good. Everyone, if you're off, someone else is on. If someone, someone who always leading is off, there's someone else there to fill their spot in practice, which is awesome. And, the environment that Harvard has here, the, the men's swim team is just insane. Like, like the most supportive group. I'm so happy I went here. Um, seriously. Like the, these guys are amazing. The culture we have here is outstanding and just being able to compete with them and train with them every day is so much fun. It's just like your best friends and, and, and you're just get to see them every day. Um, yeah. Competing was a lot of fun. It was weird. It was weird. I was before I was in a role where my, not that my performance didn't matter now, but it wasn't like it would win or lose the meet. It wasn't like, oh, I got to win this, blah, blah, blah. I was swimming exhibition a lot. And that's just because my body's still taking time to recover. And I'm still finding out um, that the school, the school swimming balance, I just get so stressed. Um, but I'm starting, the, the, I've been removed for like two months. And I, I think I'm starting to finally get it. Um, uh, through some sports psychology and all this stuff, I think I'm really starting to understand uh, what to prioritize and when. Um, yeah, super fun. Um, so thankful that I, that I came here and I had the opportunity to. Um, yeah, HYP, um, Harvard Yale, Princeton. Yeah, I'll start talking. Um, the environment in the Ivy League and swimming coming coming out of high school, I was like, oh, it's like I was like, oh, it's not like Big Ten, it's not like this and that. I am 
I'm awed by how how competitive it is. Um, like HYP was just loud. It was in uh, Yale. It was at Yale's pool, and they have a basement pool in the basement. And, and there's a six lane, twenty five yard pool. Not something you see in college very often. But then there's just a bowl of seats. Super fun meet. I wish I could have swam it with spectators allowed. There were no spectators allowed because uh-huh. this was during another COVID outbreak. Um, but still, it, it was so much fun. Results were far from where I wanted it, but that's just because I, I had a lot. Um, I have to find out a lot, and I am now. Um, and then I went and traveled. Uh, I wasn't on the Ivy League team. It, there's only like 16 swimmer spots, and we have a stacked team this year. We have a great senior class. But I was able to travel up and watch and cheer them on. I have never seen a meet like that in my life. The the pressure, the the, the, the rivalry between Harvard and Princeton was just unreal. Like, it, you could just feel it in the air. It was electric. It was amazing. It was so much more than I ever expected. Um, it was it was so much fun. It was so much fun uh, getting getting to cheer the guys on. And luckily, we came out on top. Um, and and I just uh, inspired me. I want to be able to help that in the future. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. And you did you did post the best time. Um. I know you yeah. like, you're really hard on yourself and. Um, you always want to do better, but um, yeah, I, I, I know I can feel good at all to, to get back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I posted that at midseason, which I mean, between COVID and sickness and, and the, the pandemic, it was years since I posted uh, best time in the main event, and that was nice. Um, you know, finishing at Minnesota invite finals, 200 free, getting a best time was just felt great because I was untapered, unshaved, just threw on a suit. Um, had fun competing with the best athletes in the world or in the nation. Um, and yeah, it felt good. It wasn't as fast as I liked even at the time at midseason, but I was really happy to go best time. And I know there's so much more left in me. I just need to find a few things out. Yeah, I'm, I'm pumped to see what you're what you're doing. Yeah, maybe. That's what we've said every year, but well, <laughs> we'll see. It'll come. Because I know, I know it's coming, man. You're you went from um basically like hardly any training, um, consistent training, all of yeah. year to best time in three months. So I'm excited to see what a whole year of Harvard training. Yeah, and, and I will say this, um, these past two weeks have been great. Uh, Kevin had us take mandatory. Everyone, I really have to take a two week break. Um, and just coming back since I, I've just been having, I've been really happy with my swimming, which is really weird to say, cause I, it was, during the season, there's no point where I was really happy. Right now, I am with my swimming. It was it's just clicking in the pool right now. I'm, I, I think I'm competing well with my teammates. I think I'm pushing it. I think I'm getting pushed, and I'm I'm doing all right. Like I'm I'm training hard. I'm training fast, and I think I think I'm finally starting to become healthy. And, and with consistent training, I think that's a big thing. But um, keeping maintaining a consistent weight, actually getting stronger, not not dying from the insides. Um, that's a big thing. I think I'm taking a step in the next direction in a year more of training is, is can maybe do wonders. So we'll see. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think the, so you got how many, so you've got three more years at Harvard or. Yeah. Three more years. Gotcha. Uh, how do you think that's going to go? I mean, cause you're starting to get the hang of things, starting to get mm-hmm. swing a bit, get some momentum built up. So going into next year, like do you have any big goals or time goals that you want to, you know, I, I, this is the first year I'm not setting time goals. Um, I just don't know where I'm at at all. You know, I, it's not that I'm scared of being disappointed again. It's just that I, as Kevin says, you don't want to limit yourself. Um, whatever it may be, like, like, I think I, what I need to do is focus, uh, training by training. I need to chill 
clout about the long-term things. This is where psychology has taught me. I, I think too much. Um, I just need to focus right now on one big thing and the next. But I think my goal right now, um, this will show you how, how important the team is, but I, I really want to be able to affect the team next year. I, I want to be a big scorer. I, I want to be able to help the team, not only from practice. I think this year I was a positive influence, but next year I want to be able to do the same thing, yet go to the competition side and compete for Harvard well, win big races, win tight races, and help my teammates do the same. That's, that's, it's a big goal. It's tough to do, but who knows? I just need to take it practice by practice and uh, just don't focus on the big picture, I guess. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, what, so like building off of that, what, uh, what events are you hoping to swim next year for Harvard? No idea. Um, you know, talking with, with uh, Kevin and Sam, um, I think my IM might come, it's come a long way. I think my strokes, all four strokes, I think I'm athletic. I think I have a good all four strokes. So that's all you need. Um, now maybe I have to put that together. I think I'm going to do free IM. So pretty similar middle distance free and then whatever I am event it is. Um, that's probably what we'll put together next year, but who knows? Gotcha. I left, um, hardest class hey. at Harvard. Hardest class. You're in I, so I am a freshman. I don't have, uh, I don't know. I, I haven't had one class that's, that's insane. Um, and I'm, there's people here taking so much harder courses than I am. Uh, and, and I'm sure I'll experience really tough ones, but, Last semester, the combo of uh, my science course, which met, which lectured three times a week, we had section twice a week. So I had classes five days a week. And then my math course, which had sections three days a week and three piece sets, problem sets or like homework assignments, which take like three hours each, three times a week. Those together was a tough combo for freshman fall. Um, it was just nonstop like that. That was that combo. I mean, the, the coursework wasn't the, the material wasn't difficult. It was just a lot of work and I had to learn it fast. Um, and I didn't know everything like a lot of the other kids did coming from high school because I didn't have the same opportunity to AP courses as they did. Um, and then this semester, my science course this semester over genetics is also kind of tough. It's pretty tough. Um, it's tough to stay up on it. And then my expository writing course, which all freshmen have to take. Um, it's about journeys of self-discovery, which is really interesting. But that is also... Um, yeah, it, it's 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 pretty tough. A lot of papers, but I'm I'm learning a lot, which is the big thing. And I'm learning ways to learn a lot and do well on exams and stuff, which is really hard to learn. So we're, we're, we'll see. Gotcha. Uh, what's like your biggest tip to maximize your efficiency, like academically? I I am not perfect. I'm so far from perfect about this. Um, um, I don't know. I'm in a slump right now. I I have hard time doing work. Um, just due to other things. Um. But like, it's got to get done. I mean, you don't have a choice. I mean, yeah, you can fail, but you can't. You can't do that. A big motive. This, this, this is the thing. Motivate those around you. First semester, I did not want to raise lower the team GPA. Um, it, it, it. We, we have this thing. It's number one nation for any men's swim B one program. Um, and we had that like I don't even know how many semesters prior, but it's been a it's been a dynasty, and and I did not want to be on the wrong side of that. So that was one big thing that motivated me not only for my future goals in education, but because I did not want to lower the team, especially if I was not scoring the team. <laughs> I did not want to lower the team GPA. And, and, and we ended up getting it again, and, and it was good. Yeah, that yeah, was good. Let's go. All right. Um, you're behind the blocks. What song are you listening to? I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's tough. I, I think sometimes I need hype music, and sometimes I just need to chill out. Um, so I'm still finding it out. I didn't listen to much music this year behind the blocks. Um, I just, the environment was able to keep it going. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hold up. Throwback moment. Uh, You're beautiful by James Blunt. Goodbye. <laughs> I, I think those are the funniest videos ever. Um, when we're right. Paul, when we're walking out my software year, your senior year conference, and goodbye, my lovers playing, and, and it's relays, the, the most hyped relay, the Twitter freestyle relay. And we're all walking out. It's just a slow song. I think that was that was hilarious. That was so much fun. Yeah. So for the viewers, the the top seed, if you were the top seed, you got to pick the walkout song. So mm-hmm. so John picked uh, goodbye, my lover, or was it you're beautiful? I'm not. It sure. was for all my events. So we had one relay that we were first, or did we have? Did we have two? I'm not sure. I think I think we had one, and then I had two individuals, and all three were James Blunt songs, just very slow, sad guitar songs. Which uh, I think I think people enjoy. I think it's funny. I, I still think it was funny. Let people not be so serious about things. Yeah. All right. Favorite meat snack. Meat snack. Um, you know, right now on train trip, uh, we got just a big box of Z bars, <laughs> baby Cliff bars. I don't know why those things are so good. I, I would eat so many a day at training trip and stuff. Yeah, um, we asked we asked Calvin what his favorite meat snack, and he thought we're like we're talking like about like beef jerky or like sausage sticks or like meat. Yeah, yeah. He didn't, he That's didn't funny. I haven't figured it out, but he he got it. He was a he was. A, <laughs> fun. That's funny. Uh, Luke, you got anything else for us? Uh, no, I don't. I'm pretty much all good. John, you got any closing thoughts? Any words of wisdom? <sighs> Nothing to ask right now. Um, I don't know. I guess uh, it was really nice talking to you both. I haven't seen you guys for a while. I'll see you both this summer. Um, yeah, I think this, this was fun. It was weird reflecting on these times. Um, it, yeah, I haven't really had a chance to think about all that. Um, yeah, I guess words of wisdom, just enjoy what you're doing. Um, and if you have to do something, try to learn to enjoy it. I, I'm not good at it, but like school, you got to do it. And might as well, might as well do your best. Um, just keep, keep sight of your goals. So I think that's all I have. All right, yeah, that's episode six, Jonathan Novinsky. Um, yeah, guys, watch out. He's he's coming next year. I know it. So yeah, we'll see you. all right, thank uh, you guys. In the book. Yeah. Thanks.